0: hello and welcome to the cell phone junkie my name is mickey papillon and i am your host for the show this is show number 12 and today i'm joined by my co-host matt matt how you doing today Good evening, everybody,
1: or good morning, or whatever it is for you.
0: Whenever you're downloading this show, I want to thank everyone for taking the time to download and listen to our show. have had some really great feedback uh, from the last couple of shows from our listeners, and really wanted to thank everyone who's been sending in those comments and questions and whatnot. And I'm sure, Matt, as well, you're appreciative of of everything that our our listeners are, are giving to us as well. Oh, absolutely, because it gives us a way to know what they're thinking about and what they want us to talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, get right into some some uh, cell phone news here. have some interesting stuff here on some of the higher-end devices this week. And the first one I wanted to talk about is Sprint. And Sprint is announcing the Trio 700WX, and that is set to be released September 3rd, which is, for those of you listening to it during this week, uh, this coming Sunday and I've got a link here that's got some really neat uh, brochures some PDF files that you can download and take a look at some of the information about the device and it's things like it comes with everything that the current Verizon 700W has but also has twice the memory so you're talking about a Windows mobile device that has everything that you could ever want in it, plus twice the memory of the previous Windows Mobile Trio. And I know some of the Verizon customers are not going to be happy with this and are going to be uh, wanting to, you know, Palmed t- to do different things for them. But quite honestly, I think that this is the step in the right direction, and credit goes out to Sprint for finally getting something that was ahead of Verizon. And I know, Matt, you've got some <laughs> thoughts on that as well. So, <laughs> You know what this comes down to if you think about it? This just shows kind of
1: the good and bad of having an exclusive sometimes. So in this case where they're jumping where uh, the Verizon may get the exclusive, it may give just a little bit of time for you know, for Sprint to maybe see that or if there isn't really that much time in between to maybe make adjustments or get or something added to the device. Sure. So this is kind of a case where yes, Verizon's got it out the door or out the gate, but Sprint's now sitting back saying, Oh well, we got the same thing now yeah a few months later but guess what well, now we've got
0: it's ours is a little bit better yep and it's it's going to have um an out the door price with no plan of 649 dollars and a two-year contract is a, going to be 500 dollars so some some pretty good price points in my opinion i think that it's it's on par with something that you would see uh you know out from anyone with this device you know brand new and so I, th- I think it's going to be it's going to be popular. They have the 700p, the palm version of it, now the Windows version. So, Sprint's really doing a good job, and I got to give them credit especially with their lower EVDO prices. I mean, that's that's fantastic. But you know what, the, I still when I look at devices like this, I mean, well, I'm I'm
1: still I I don't know for some reason I'm always looking at price. I'm always thinking, man, it's just cuz for me personally, this would still be out of my price range sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at this. I'm like, man, I would love to have that kind of device because the one thing I've always liked about Trio compared to any of the other the phones, the higher-end phones the fact just they're co- and how compact they are. Yeah, the form, and form factor is nice, yep. Oh, yeah, very nice and the features are great and they just and they, uh, I love it because they just keep adding more and more to it and it's just, but I keep thinking to myself, man, I just, I don't have 500 bucks to pop and to drop down and that's and that's with the two-year agreement. If let's say I'm out of my, I've just bought a phone, I'd have to pay the six forty-nine.
0: Yeah, it is high. It is high. So,
1: but this is where I was talking about before, where I kind of just wish they just come out
0: with one of those devices to, you know, an in-between. That's that's all I'm saying. A, a low, a lower-end device doesn't have the touchscreen and whatnot on it. But we talk, yeah. a, we talk about form factor with the trios, and another exciting story that broke this week is a Palm Trio where the antenna has been shaved off, and I don't mean with a razor i mean the new design for the gsm trio and what i'm looking at here uh... is another link some high resolution pictures of a palm trio that's going to be released on vodafone which is over in europe and it's going to be this the same essentially the same specs as what you've got on the WX and I'm sorry I didn't mention the model number here this is the trio 750 that's the GSM model number Uh, a little bit different color scheme but no external antenna on it it still has that upgraded memory on it so you come out of the shoots with uh, right around 30 megabytes after all the program uh, scripts have loaded Uh when you start that baby up uh, looks pretty slick and it's going to be loaded with uh, of course the UMTS or uh, in the US here the HSDPA networks. So you're going to be able to use that on the singular high speed networks and it, that's a really uh, another really big plus for Palm. They've got out now a trio. Uh, for the CDMA networks on Sprint that's got enough memory to make it worthwhile and now one on the GSM networks and granted it's not here in the US but quite honestly uh, it's something good it's very very positive for them to see them come out with some new devices that is number four for the year they mentioned at the beginning of 06 they were going to release four devices this year they had the 700W on Verizon and then they had the P uh, the Palm version now the WX and then this Trio 750 so um, really I'm excited about it I don't have a trio but I know That this is, if you listen to the the other shows that I've done, this is, in my opinion, one of the most iconic devices out there. If you've got the show on your iPod and you're looking at the screen right now, you see the translucent trio there in the background, and so to me, it's really, really good to see some of the things that uh, Palm is doing with these trios that are coming out. So, Matt, what are your thoughts on that?
1: You know, I was looking at this, and it almost seems like this is, does it look thinner than the other ones do?
0: Um, you know, I think that actually may be something having to do with the fact that it, the the battery, or maybe just the way that they're 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 showing this here. the okay. The antenna really makes makes a difference, and it, it almost looks uh, to me without having a, a size comparison they've got a couple size comparison pictures on here it kind of looks like a nokia phone a candy bar mm-hmm. phone because it's missing that antenna and and of course it's not it's the same size as the normal trios but it may be a little bit thinner um these are these are some of the first real good pictures that we've seen everything else has been very you know blurry and low resolution and and so these are pretty nice to see and for those of you who are trio fans this is this is some good news definitely does it
1: look like it's I, don't, I maybe I'm just I thought like from right there it there looked like maybe the screen was a little bit bigger too maybe
0: yeah it, it could be I, I like I said I haven't seen any specs on it here I'm just looking at some pictures that uh, someone happened to to take and and it and it shows full pictures of the software version on it uh the build number and they've they've fortunately have gone in and taken out some of the uh information that would make um like serial number and stuff like that so that it's not identifiable because <laughs> i'm guessing these aren't supposed to be out yet yeah so
1: it's still exciting though i do love seeing I like i said before with the with any device i love seeing new phones because i'm always looking at what's next what's next you know what's what's it? what's what's this gonna have the one I didn't before? so
0: sure yep absolutely and then <laughs> we have one more <laughs> high-end device that is supposedly going to be dropping this weekend. And I say this weekend because the the details are still a little bit fuzzy and the reports are the on the phone that I'm talking about are is the HP IPAC 65 or excuse me 6900 series so that's the 6920 and 6925 which is the newer model of the basically the upgrade same exact form factor as the 6500 series that IPAC or excuse me HP released uh, last year and they've added Windows Mobile 5 and they've added some other uh, upgrades to it to make it uh, a good player and this, this topic has kind of been beat to death in the uh, the different forums around the net because the device is getting released and it's it's up to the specifications of what you would expect in a device today with one, in my opinion, glaring exception and that's the lack of the new 3G networks. It's a GSM device and it's going to be offered on both Singular and T-Mobile according to uh, the link that I'll post for you here. and. It only has edge connectivity which for T-Mobile is fine. That's not a problem for them because that's the network that they have right now but for me and I think Matt too up in Columbus you've got you've got the upgraded HSDPA network for Singular. You're going to be able to use this phone or you'd be able to use a phone on the network uh, with these upgraded 3G speeds and this phone isn't taking advantage of those which for me uh, it's a deal breaker for me. I know it's a great device. I know it's very stable. It runs Windows Mobile 5 and uh, it I don't know. I'm 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 kind of uh, lackluster. I'm not real excited about this. So
1: it doesn't. To me, this doesn't make sense. No, uh, honestly, because here it is. You you know these the th- th- the plain simple fact is when you're popping out new devices like this, you cannot be behind, especially with data devices like this. I mean, these data devices when they start coming out, they've got to be up to date with where the network's at. It, if, it, if you can't be behind, if you be behind, then people are just looking like, oh, so you're saying I can't? I, if I get this device. I got the higher speed ne- network or I get this device, I'm in a lower speed. I mean, if pe- I mean, that makes a difference to some people.
0: And, and, and to be honest with you, the, the customer that's buying this device is not the customer who's going to say, well, that's fine, I'll just settle for the lower speeds. You're not spending $500 or $600 on a device if you're not a, a hardcore you know, fanatic of these converged devices. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if it's an enterprise customer, I'm going to want this device to have that upgrade. So, you know, HP, let's let's kick it into high gear here and come out with something, you know, sooner than 18 months after, you know, because it's been that long since they released the last one. So, um that's all I want to say about that. But just confirmation that this is going to be released this weekend. So hopefully by the next show, we're going to have um, a Sprint Trio, Windows Mobile Trio, available from them, and also Singular and T-Mobile should have this device on their networks as well. So that's to me, that's some pretty exciting news. Yep, absolutely. Um, and Matt, you sent this story over to me, so and it's, it's from your, your home carrier, so I'm going to let you talk about it. But it's Sprint launching the Revision A... Uh, mobile broadband card which is very very cool
1: yeah basically this is they're going to start selling the it's the novell uh... Novitel, sorry s720 mobile broadband card which is going to be like you said it's going to be revision a capable um, what's the great thing about it it's still going to be able to use uh... revision you know just regular evdl revision oh i guess you want to call her um, now and then once revision a starts launching what they say Approximately beginning of next year is when they'll start launching version A. That people will be able to start using it automatically with this card, which is to me, this already shows kind of uh, sprint jumping already. I mean, they're man. I mean, it seems like they they're not even almost seems like they're not even done one with uh, EVDO itself, version zero, and now we're already jumping into A and new pro- and they've already got a new product right with it. Which what I love about this, this actually brings attention to the new network. And also gives also gives people a chance of saying hey, hey I can buy this now and as soon as that's available I got
0: it. Yep. And and I'll I just want to interject real quick here. This what's what's exciting about this is you have the, the EVDO speeds are fantastic and I use it every day uh, on my Verizon Q and I get on average between 400 and 700 kilobit a second uh, downloads and upload speeds are a lot slower. What this does is it, it about doubles that, so you're going to see peak speeds at about 1.5 megabits per second. And for those of you in the IT industry or just know your stuff, that's pretty darn good.
1: Oh, absolutely <laughs> on a mobile device. <laughs> on a
0: mobile on a mobile device. I mean, you're talking your your laptop anywhere with essentially you know uh, DSL or I guess that's T1 speeds, right? yeah so I, I, I got to give them credit for getting that out, and Verizon's going to have their time. they're going to get it out too, but I mean that's, that's really a really good thing for them to have out and be out there first, and their price plans are pretty good, so especially if you're a current customer, so like Matt, if you wanted to get this, I think you can get the card uh, 40 bucks or 60 uh, yeah, 40 bucks, and if you don't have it, it's sixty bucks. Yeah. so from, per month.
1: You know, and one thing is what I have to, when we talk about Sprint here, but I want to give props to, I want to give props actually to Verizon Wireless because the reason I say this is uh, they're the ones that, uh, do you remember, uh, well, actually, what was it, a year and a half ago when they, before Sprint was even going to do EVDO, Sprint was originally going to wait for either EVDV or possibly just wait for Revision A before they did anything. And which I, at that point I heard it, I'm like, you know, you know, I don't want them to do that because that's going to put them behind. And what ma- I honestly think that made them step up and start just jumping on it and start doing EVDO and now Revision A was Verizon Wireless said, you know what, we're going to do EVO, we're going to be the first new game for that. And because thanks to Verizon Wireless doing that, Spirit had to jump in because of competition. Jump in the game, and now they're jumping out of Division A. So I, in this case, I actually give props to Verizon Wireless because they really actually kind of push this whole thing.
0: Yeah, and 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 there's nothing to say that Verizon's going to be very far behind. I don't know what they're going to have come out in the next couple of months, but I think they'll have something that will 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 get up to this. It's it's more of the the manufacturer's card and then getting it certified. For the uh, for the specific network that it's going to be on, so I th- I think it will happen. It's just a matter of time before before they do. So yep. um, <clears throat> don't really have any real specific reviews that I wanted to talk about today, but I did have some discussion topics that uh, Matt and I, I I thought would be some good things to talk about, and that these came from Alan. And actually, I have uh, a question from Alan here that I'm going to talk about too later. But um, the first topic that we have from him is. Uh, he, he sent me a question that uh, on some different things. He uses a an older phone that d- that just has the old uh, 1x RTT uh, data network on it, the 2G stuff, and is was wondering, is it worth it to move up uh, to an EVDO plan? And in my opinion, I think that uh, that EVDO is very useful for people who use large amounts of data. So, for example, uh, if you're someone who needs to download large Word, Excel, or image files or stuff like that, EVDO, is really gonna help you out also web browsing it's going to you know be obviously have higher speeds and uh, it's not as fun if you have a slower connection so um, and then one last thing that I think it's useful for is for streaming audio and video which is very usable with uh, an EVDO connection and it really uh, it it works out well I've stream audio occasionally Um, I have an XM radio account and there's a, a a uh, little mobile client that I can use and stream my XM radio over my EVDO connection on iPhone and it works really well, and I like it a lot. And I've used it on One X, and when I've been traveling, and it, it stutters, and there's problems, and it's really not worth it to listen to. So um, that's my take on that.
1: Well, now for me on this, is it worth it? I have to basically ask the you know ask the customer, or ask the listener, saying, check your coverage in your area, check how good is EVDO in the area. Because there are some areas, like, uh, take for example, of my area, where they, it covers the Columbus area real well, but if you start traveling just outside Columbus, a little ways, you know, I know for Sprint, anyways, the EVDO coverage is not there. So you get, I would base it on where you're going to be. Because if you're going to, is it if you're only going to be in EVDO coverage for uh, short amounts of times at, at certain times or whatever, it may not be worth it to spend the extra money if you're not taking advantage of it that much.
0: Well, and that's a really good point, too. And also, if, if you're just using like an email only or type device like a BlackBerry, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's going to be a matter of, you know, a second or two, you yeah. know, when, when an email pops up on your screen there. And, and quite honestly, most of us are, you know, not sitting there staring at our screens all the time waiting for emails to come in. Except for me sometimes, but, you know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so that was kind of a, it, it really kind of depends on your situation, and I wouldn't say one way or the other that is it worth the move, in my opinion? Absolutely. And I would, I would 100% endorse making the move to it, but that's only if it's going to be useful to you. It's very useful to me, and I don't know how I'll ever lived without it. <laughs> so Personally,
1: I actually have my phone. I mean, I, my phone is Sprint's Power Vision, their EVDO my 9000 and I do notice a difference just on the phone browsing because um, I, I mean I you know people can say what do you do on your phone so much and it's like I do I, I browse from my phone a lot just on a few different sites and the different things different you know different sites I go to and I have noticed it or when I look at my Sprint email or I look at my Gmail through my phone even you know I, I don't have a trio I don't have a Blackberry I just got a regular Sanyo device and I do notice the difference in you know their power vision to 1x but i've also know i've also see where i get outside clumps of the ways and i see it drop to the 1x sure yep so, but when i see the difference right there that's how i notice it i don't when you're on it for a while or you're you don't really think about it then also when you actually are doing it then also just and you, all of a sudden you drop down the other one and see the difference that's when you notice it so it I- it does work well for me but i'm probably one of those few users that are maybe on the web a lot or do a lot on my phone every day that's not a tr- not that's not like a trio or a BlackBerry user. So
0: right. Um, next topic that I thought was kind of interesting to just we'll chat a little bit about it. We're going to take the uh, the thirty thousand foot view of this topic, and that is a, a discussion of data plans. I've gone through some of the data plans in the past, um, and Matt, why don't you go ahead? I know you, you had a, a real good um, kind of overview look uh, of the different data plans and what to look for when you're trying to figure out what you should do with data plans.
1: Well, for, for what it comes to, especially in Sprint area or other carriers, um, I know how Sprint does it. They have either the connection cards or they have what's called Fona's modem plans. And how they basically do it, they'll charge you a set fee up to a certain amount of megabytes. Like for Sprint, they have their connection card plan. They have thirty-nine ninety-nine a month. That includes 40 megs. Additional usage is a, as a penny per kilobyte, but it has a max of $100. Bo- uh, max of $100. Or you can just do Unlimited for basically, I think it's, let me see here, I'm pretty sure it's actually uh, 80 bucks. You can actually do Unlimited. So for, if you think you're going to be browsing a lot, actually in some cases might be even 60 if you think you're going to be browsing a lot, you may just want to go with the Unlimited. So they have kind of both. And they do it even for the phone as modem. They basically do the same thing, kind of like a flexible thing where if you're not going to be using a lot, you can go with a kind of smaller price plan. Or if you think you're going to be heavy, you can go for you know a little bit more, but then you have unlimited, and and that's probably most case how most carriers do it. They base it on you know well, how much data is going to pass through. Like you like Mickey, you talked about before about the story of the gentleman that actually got it disconnected, or what 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 it was, was consumer it was,
0: it? it was consumer affairs, and it okay, was yep. and that was a that was a really odd story to be honest with you, but. Um, you know, overall, that's you have to be careful with it. And I'm I'm on an unlimited plan, and I couldn't go with anything else. I use my phone for more things than I, uh, than than I could, than I could use you know a 40 meg plan for. And I'm constantly on it doing different things. In fact, I've I started to rely on it more for data than I have for the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm down to maybe 150 regular anytime minutes. Anymore, and, and a lot of what I do is data. So, and it, it, to me, it, it really is is a very a very a very big part of what I do with it. So, anyway, um, but yeah, you know, w- with the different plans and what you're going to decide to do, yeah, just take a look at what your carrier offer offers, and if you're looking to switch carriers, just take a look at what uh, each each one of those offers. And and there's some different things that you can do if you if you are trying to figure out how much you're going to use get unlimited you can always switch it to something else which goes into the the third quick question here and that is how does it work is it a separate plan or is it an add-on and for most companies it's an add-on and what you'll do is you'll add on that data package or in, or in, in some cases you will get your, the plan that you have, for example you know 500 minutes for 40 bucks and then because you already have a plan you get a discount on the data so right. you can get it wrapped in so <clears throat> essentially you can, you can make decisions uh, on what you're going to choose based on what the, type, the number of minutes you want and you can get, um, and if for some reason you decide you don't want it anymore you can drop it off no big deal, just keep going with your contract it's not like a separate plan or contract you know, it's like yeah,
1: I mean, with with that too is I I you know I want to say I, I kind of want people to treat it the same way they're gonna look at cell phone minutes because you ever notice when somebody buys a plan they they always say oh I'm only gonna use this much and then all of a sudden they find out wow I use a lot more right so so don't you have to look at it in that aspect where don't think oh well I only use it for this and that's only a little bit because once you're on it you start to use it more and more mm-hmm. and you don't you don't think about Oh well, 40 megs, thats pretty big. Not not a whole lot. I mean, if you're doing any type of browsing or anything, or or like you said, you're de- you know stream, say streaming some audio or different things like that, or downloading stuff like that. Yeah, you're that, toast. Yeah, it'll go fast. So just keep that in mind when you're thinking about when you're thinking about a data plan. Just keep in mind that kind of treat it like you do your minute plan. Don't treat it as oh I can stay under that. Think of it as okay, you know what, you know. Think of it as kind of thinking a little bit on the higher end, like you said, maybe try it out for a month, see what you do, then make a decision how you want to keep it from there on. So
0: yeah, and and you look at the f- in at how your, your your peak speeds too, and that that's gonna you know when you're using an EVDO connection, you're talking. Let's say you're at that four hundred kilobit level, um, which is approximately if my math is right, you divide it by eight, and that's five or fifty kilobytes a second. Mm-hmm. Is is that right? Am I doing that mm-hmm. right that conversion? Sure. Yeah. It, it's something like that. It's like 50 kilobytes a second. So, if you're doing if you're doing any sort of, of web surfing and 50 kilobytes per second. If you you're on there for a couple minutes doing stuff strong, you're going to get a couple of megs just in a single data session. So you gotta have to you, you have to take a look at it because it, it goes really fast. I've downloaded full podcasts over my EVDO connection, and that's okay. 30, 40 megs right there. So yeah. when, when you have a high-speed connection, you just kind of get used to just using it whenever, and so it, it would be tough to do anything but unlimited. That's that's okay. just my opinion. So um, I've got some questions here that I wanted to go through, and I know before before you say anything... Matt and, and and anyone else who's listening and actually this was Matt's idea so I can't even say Matt. We're going to we're going to go through questions today on today's show because I had a couple more come in and we wanted to come through and do and have it so that it was a little bit more evenly spaced out so for those of you listening who want to know when the question show is going to be like I mentioned on the last one we can do it. So we're going to go through some questions today and then we're going to skip three shows. So we'll do them every fourth show. So 12, 16, 20, 24 you get the idea. It really will be quite easy to remember. You okay with that, Matt? <laughs>
1: oh, I think that's <laughs> great. I think I mean I I've seen that with other podcasts and that's that's where I that's where I got the idea is other podcasts because to me it it's easier for me to remember when the question shows are going to be. Yeah. I'm not guessing okay, was this show? Oh wait. I, th- I just actually think of the number or another number of the show and it, it gives me an idea.
0: Yep. So, okay. Well, I've got I actually answered some one of uh one of Alan's questions here in one of his, and that was talking about what, when would you use an EVDO connection that would, re, you know, uh, you know wh- when is it important to switch up to a different type of device and stuff like that. But um, he has a couple other quick questions here, and one is, when and for whom might it be better to stick with separate devices, meaning a phone and a PDA that can be linked via cable or Bluetooth to access email or the internet? Um, And I'll I'll give my opinion of this and then then Matt will want to hear what you have to say. And my opinion is I think anyone who's looking to just have a phone be a phone, they're really a perfect candidate for separate devices. And my wife is a great example of this and she's really on the go a lot and she does use an electronic calendar and she uses it for scheduling meetings and looking up contacts and stuff like that that she may not have in her phone, but she really only needs it when she's working and there really is not a need for her to have her schedule in her hand on nights and weekends and she honestly likes being able to separate herself from that information when she's not working. So for her, a phone is just a phone and while it'd be nice to maybe do some of the different things, she loves just having, you know, her Motorola, you know, regular flip phone, you know that she can use and then being able to use her, you know, PDA when she needs it. On my in my example, uh, we'll just use me. I always like to be able to look at email, look at calendar, internet, and I love the converged device world. I've been, been almost a year on it now and not haven't looked back. So, go ahead, Matt.
1: You know, I actually agree with you. I'm one of those people that I want a converged device just because I don't want to have to carry two. That's what it comes down to. Um, does the one I have got all the features that I would really need or I could ever need? Absolutely not. But I'm to that point now where I have I check simple email. I check my Sprint email account through my browser. I check my Gmail account through my browser. Those are the only real emails I check. I don't pull Outlook down like what the Q would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mostly have to have a device that has a some type of memory card, have a media player because I li- I love listening to podcasts on my phone. So for me, my phone is my only one device because I only have certain aspects I want a phone for. Once I get to the point where I'm going to want a scheduling device, something with a calendar or applications on it, I'll probably spend the extra money and get a converted device just because I already carry two phones as it is, and I do not, you know, why would I want to have a third device too? (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, I carry two phones just because one of them for a business down the road that I hope I'm starting, I'm going to have just a stepper line for that, just for talking. And and I want to keep that number separate from my personal line. That's that's the only reason. I mean, if the I'll be honest with you, if the Sprint phone can carry two phone numbers, I might I would you know would put probably put them on
0: one device. But just because I only want one, I only want one. Sure. Well, you know, but some yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I, I, no, I'd say and that and that makes perfect sense. And it you know it, it works for you. And I'm. You know, I'm on that strict pocket diet where I make sure that I only because I've done I've done it I've done two I had three phones for a while and that was that was insanity I could not handle that two phones is hard enough uh, was hard enough for me so <clears throat> but yeah so uh, you know and I think I think that kind of kind of sums it up as far as is what you need to do and then his last quick question was he's a Verizon subscriber he's got a three-year-old LG phone. You know, and he, he likes the newest technology. I think we all do. And we all look to, you know, to play with the, the newest things. But, you know, he tends to stick with what works. And he's kind of looking for some recommendations. And I recommend that just head out to your Verizon store. They they have the, the brick-and-mortar stores out there for a reason. So you can walk in there. You can spend some time. And you can, you know, I would say unless you spend at least 15 minutes with a phone and you're comfortable with it, you're, obviously, you're not going to learn all the features that the phone has to offer, but you're going to get a good idea if you know on the quirks and the different things, uh, if there's any drawbacks on it, and I, that's about the best way that I can describe it. I love ordering things right when they come out, so I will buy something before I've even physically touched it, but that's not the way that I recommend people do it because most people go and you know spend. You know, a a good amount of money on a device, and we'll have it for eighteen to twenty-four months. It's kind of an extension of yourself. You know, kind of part of your personality. You know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and when for me, um, I always suggest people do the same thing. And remember, when you go to these stores, when you go to these Verizon booths, you know, make sure it's one that has live phones, because there are going to be certain carriers that may resell products but don't have live models. So you don't get a real you don't get a real sense of how it feels looking at it seriously i mean yes does the dummy model look the same absolutely but does but getting to play with it is a huge is huge getting to really kind of thumb around with the keypad see how it feels in your hand or doing certain things with it holding up to your head make me make, make a phone call see how it sounds to you see what you like about it that's big and and remember when you go into these stores you're you know you're the customer you know, if you don't want if you don't want a badgering yet, because I mean they're there to sell you products, obviously. the Salesmen are. You just tell them no, no, thanks. I'm looking right now. I'll let you know when I'm ready. Don't let them push you. Take your time. Look at the different devices. That's why how you're gonna make the best decision that, f- that fits your best. Because last thing you want to do is drop you know hundred dollars, hundreds of dollars on a device, you know, and find out that you know there's something not you didn't like because you
0: didn't notice it. Yeah, so. and use that return period if you need to. Because every carrier has a return period on their devices. And it's usually, most people don't realize, it's usually a little bit longer than the time that you have to try out when you sign up for a new service. Usually it's, you have about 30 days with a phone, typically. So just check Definitely. with them when you buy it. Yeah. So uh, question from Gordon here. He says, I recently found a mobile gadget news site that has a WAP-enabled version. And WAP stands for Wireless Access Protocol, for those of you who don't know. It says, I have internet service on my cell phone and a lot of WAP sites on my bookmarks page. After finding that Brighthand has a WAP site, I started wondering how many other sites there were that were out there. Um, would this be something you may consider uh, talking about on your podcast? And sure, I am right now. So uh, anyway, I have a pocket PC, but it's one of the older ones, and it's not always connected. So I rely on my always-on cell phone for my mobile web. I would like to find at least one more mobile gadget news site that I could read from my cell phone i'm going to try a couple of different sites and i'll see what happens thanks for the great podcast uh... thanks for thanks gordon appreciate that comment um... just about about this i've got one site that i'm going to include uh... in the show notes here and it's a site called uh... www.wapcatalog.com and it has a, a number of links uh... in there that you can try out on your phone to kind of check out some different things and you know WAP sites are really great for people who have data plans on their phones and it the, the sites themselves are optimized for that small screen and it really makes the internet experience very very fun uh, you're not trying to pull down huge graphic filled pages that are made for a device that's you know got a, a 15 17 19 inch monitor on it so um, I don't know what, what do you use Matt do you head out to those sites very often or I mean obviously with the Gmail client absolutely yeah. um, what I do is... I'll sometimes
1: look to see if I can find some information on site, mobile. I'll go to their site see if it says anything about it. Otherwise, I may try a couple of different things. I may try putting just going to my phone browser. I may type in. I, I try a different, few different ways. I, I type in dot or dot or wp/slash the you know the website name.com whatever. Or I may type in their website name slash wap. I may try mobile dot whatever you know the name of the website is or or at the or their website name slash mobile because a lot of times a lot of if they're going to have a mobile site they're going to have either mobile in the title in the URL or they're going to have a WAP in the URL so that's kind of a way you can kind of maybe test a site real quick on your phone is kind of play around with where you're putting those in there
0: and more likely if they have some type of site it's probably got something to that effect and you'll be able to pull it up. And a real easy way to look at it too is, is do some Google searching for them because it's going to be quicker also to find it. I mean, if you're in a pinch and you're out and about, that's, that's a good way to do it is to go through the different uh, trial and error. But if you're sitting there at your computer and you want to find some sites that you can use while you're on the go, you know, start Google searching, you know, WAP or mobile, and then the name of whatever the site is. And you'll start you'll start to find some. But like I said, this WAP catalog is a pretty decent page. Uh, it's got quite a few few links in it there. And another one we actually talked about before that I wanted to bring up was
1: a uh, another site called Opera. And if anybody's ever heard of the browser called Opera, they actually have called uh, a browser called Opera Mini that you can go to, I think it's just opera.com. I have to check that, though. And they'll actually in there give you instructions on how to download, what site to go to, to download the actual opera mini version which then you can download to your phone and actually downloads as an application in which you run it separately it's almost literally it's like a separate um, connection from your browser itself so when it's actually it's launched as an application then it is a site through your browser is how it works and then you can go through this application or through op- your opera mini browser and actually do searches that way and everything and then that way those op- those searches you in upper mini you can pull up any mm-hmm. site out there whether it's a full version full HTML version or not you can pull it up just do a browse in there it'll actually then convert that page
0: for you into one for your phone yeah and it and, and, it, and it works really well mm-hmm. absolutely really well One last question here we have, and that's from Richard. And Richard says, uh, "Thank." Actually, Richard was the person who we uh, I answered the question on the last show for, and that was on uh, changing uh, the ESN uh, on Verizon, switching phones. And he says, "Thanks for your response and for the info. If it wasn't for you, I may have never found the ESN changer, uh, the online ESN changer for Verizon. I had no idea it was there. Uh, There was a solution to do this on my own." I wondered if you had seen, used, or have any opinions on the Samsung X820, which is touted as the slimmest cell phone available now. You checked out the Dynamism site, which is currently, uh, not currently available in the states. And Dynamism clearly states that because it's only a tri-band phone, it's best suited for T-Mobile uh, or, or Singular. It says the one band is missing uh, that Singular uses in rural areas. He says, if I recall your 90% rule a few podcasts ago, with that in mind, if I, if I almost never go into rural areas, do you think I would be okay putting my singular SIM into this phone? Sounds like I may be okay in and around Southern California. Well, here we go. As for the X820, um, I think they're going to actually be coming out with one for the U.S., and that's the T519 by Samsung. And that particular model does have 850, 900, 1800, and 1900 GSM bands built in, so that would be good to go with any of the GSM carriers here in the U.S. So, got a link for that so you can check out uh, both of those devices to kind of make a decision on it. And it it really is, right now, the the thinnest in the world uh, title, and I'm sure something else is going to come out. And, you know, there's... Whatever these titles mean, it is just it is what it is right now, and they're saying that it is based on some somebody's measurement with something. Anyway, um, you know, Samsung makes good phones for GSM networks, so I would recommend if, if you're looking at any Samsung device, they do a good job. So I would definitely recommend taking a look at their devices. Um, as far as if you were to get that X820 model, the one that is just a tri-band that doesn't have the 850 in it, you, I, I really want to encourage you to have a backup phone, just in case you do any traveling. And you know, Most likely you're going to be okay in most of the areas in Southern California, but you never know if you're going to end up you know, traveling somewhere uh, that, that does use the 850 for singular, because there are major cities that do that. So here's what I'm going to include for you um, on this story, and it's a link uh, to a site that has a... Uh, the, the, the person who do- works with the site is a guy named Bill and it's mountainwireless.com and what it, what it will show you here on this link is uh, the old cellular 850 megahertz licenses and what that will tell you is it will tell you what carriers use 850 in that particular area every single city that originally rolled out a cellular network had an A side and a B side and you know obviously for southern california san diego la and places like that of course they, they did cuz it was one of the uh, major areas in, in the country and so the two carriers that own the different 850 megahertz band or the spectrums in that band are Verizon and AT&T which is now singular what i can tell you is that singular used to share a network with T-Mobile in the southern california area but i know that when they converged with AT&T they switched everyone over from that T-Mobile network over to AT&T so what I'm thinking is that you're going to probably want to verify with Singular that if you do use a phone there that's on their network that doesn't have 850, that it's still going to be able to use that old T-Mobile slash Singular 1900 megahertz network. So uh, kind of a long, convoluted answer to your what seemed to be a very simple question. But I, I just don't want to see you get stuck in an area where you can't make a call because you decided to buy a phone that didn't have that band. So
1: One thing I want to add here real quick. Um, I looked at that phone on Phone Scoop. Man, that thing is thin. (laughs) It looks like uh, a—it's like half a Q. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it, literally—it is a. I looked at some of the features on it: stereo, Bluetooth, and stuff like that. Pretty sweet features. But uh, one thing I want to add to someone to someone like that—if he's going down to Southern Cal, he's not sure. Well, I'm assuming he may be visiting people or know somebody down there. Ask. There's. I would literally—if you know somebody that you're going to visit down there—give him a buzz and say, "Listen." You know, I mean, some people, you know, most people won't find it weird. I mean, you know, sometimes it might be embarrassing saying, hey, do you got coverage down there? But it's come to the point where most people people have phones, if not, you know, one out of every two pretty much. So it's not really a big deal if you just say, hey, you know, I'm coming down, I got this. Who do you have as your carrier? How's the coverage down there? I just want to know if I'm going to have coverage while I'm down there. Yep. You know, and uh, another thing is, even if you take an old phone... Even if you take an old phone that uh, maybe not be activated, and you only want it for let's say just say emergencies, not so much to call somebody with, but say it's emergency, any phone that turns on and connects to a network, even though if it's not activated, still can dial nine one one. So I mean that just in case if that's what you're kind of thinking, if you're an emergency type, but that's.
0: Just re, you can remember that too. Yep. So definitely good advice. So, well, we are we are getting very close here to the end of the show, but I, we are going to be introducing something new this evening, and it is called Matt's Mobile Minute. And every show, we're going to have Matt um, talk about a specific topic of interest to him. So, for the show number twelve here, this is Matt's Mobile Minute.
1: Hey, everybody, and. Thanks for listening today. I'm obviously your co-host Matt from The Cell Phone Junkie with your Mobile Minute. Now ever wonder if a 911 operator knows where you are when you call 911 for your phone? The answer is maybe, maybe not. Basically due to su- systems still not upgraded on either the carrier side or what's called the PSAPs which are called public safety answering points. These are the centers that take 911 calls Operators, 911 operators may not know your location when you call. So my tips are to you today, when you call a 911 operator from your cell phone, number one, try to stay calm. Give your name, your cell phone number, your location if you have an address. If not, try to give a description of where you're located to your best of your ability so they can kind of get an idea where you're at. Because you have to remember one thing. If they don't know where you're at, they're trying to find you, the more they know, the better The better they're equipped, better they can pass on the information. And then just sit back and listen to what they have to say and pay attention. And that's it for my Mobile Minute.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm excited that uh, we've had the opportunity here to have another great show. We're coming up here on 43 Minutes. So, unfortunately, it's time for us to go. Uh, but, again, thank you very much, everyone, for downloading the show. If you have any questions, tips, comments, whatever, junkie at gmail.com is the address. And there will be links to all the stories that we talked about today in the show notes. So, until next time, take care. Bye-bye, everybody.